today I have a radical proposal to shake up the Olympia festivities, the return of the call-in number, and also we are going to talk resolutions. Let's go. And now, coming at you from the Five Star Physique Studio in Knoxville, Tennessee, this is The Drop Set. With your host, Darren Starr. Thanks for tuning in. I am Darren Starr, and I'm a full-time online prep coach and have been since 2012. You can check me out at 5starphysique.com and read about my coaching programs, check out workout programs that I have available, read articles, and most importantly, you can click on the podcast button at the top or go straight to thedropset.com to vote on the most recent poll question posted at the top of the page. It is really kind of hard to believe that I've been doing this since December of 2016, but here we are. We're over 200 episodes in, and we're still kicking. It's crazy stuff. Now, this show thrives on and exists only because of you, the listener. So I thank you for being here and also encourage you to contribute your questions and discussion topics. You can email me at darren at fivestarfitness.com or more easily, click on contact from fivestarphysique.com and submit your question in the form. You can also find me on social media at Darren underscore star on Instagram is probably the best way to go there. Please also give a rating, like, thumbs up, review, or whatever is appropriate for whatever platform you're listening to this on. And please share the episodes you like and tag me in your posts. I appreciate it tremendously, and it helps us here reach a bigger audience, which makes it more likely that I can nab higher-profile guests for future interviews. So, with that being said, let's get on with it. Hey, everybody. Darren here. Welcome to episode 216. I look very homeless today. For anybody uh, channeling in here on YouTube, apologies for what you're about to see currently seen it's it's not pretty it's not pretty so um yeah so happy almost new year's everybody i'm recording this on december 30th 2022 so um full disclosure i might get interrupted here as i'm recording this but you know i was plugged these uh put these episodes online warts and all so i am uh currently my boy Taz is at the vet. My wife took him in and uh, he's just, he was acting kind of funny with his eye. And so uh, he's in there right now. He's getting the muzzle action. Those on YouTube can see this is Taz with the muzzle on currently in the waiting room, waiting to go in. Um, so we'll see what happens. I think he's probably fine. Um, he's just kind of pawing at that eye a little bit and doesn't really seem like he's quite happy with it, but he's behaving normally. I don't think he's in any kind of pain or anything like that. So I'll keep you all posted and we'll see, uh, see what we got. I'm going to pan this sucker down just a little bit. I look so homeless right now. Oh my God, I need a shave. So how y'all been? How y'all been? Um, we've been doing some stuff today's episode. We're going to do really just, uh, a little bit of housekeeping here really quick. Um, we're going to talk about some New Year's resolutions. I do not have the same opinion, um, like overly cynical opinion of New Year's resolutions that a lot of people do. So um, we're going to talk about that and why they can be good things and how to make the most of them. We'll talk a little bit of Olympia stuff. I have some ideas that I want to share. And then very quickly, uh, we are going to have the return of the call-in number. 
If you have been listening to the drop set for some time, you know, we used to have a, a phone number where you could call in, leave a message, and then I could drop it in and play it here in an episode. So we're going to be, uh, we're going to be bringing that back. It's going to be a new number though. So I have just set up the number here and it is, if you are ready to, uh, uh, yeah, no, get rid of that. Yeah. Uh, if you're ready to write it down, here we go. It is eight, six, five, five, one, eight, six, five, six, nine. 865-518-6569. Should be easy to remember, hopefully. And uh, a lot of people are like, what happens when I call? Well, here's what happens when you call. Um, so this is a Google Voice account. It's not my phone. It's a Google Voice account on the computer. Um, and I've turned off call forwarding, so it does not ring to my phone because I don't want to hear it. I don't want to answer the phone when you call. You don't want me to answer the phone when you call. Nobody wants to make a fucking phone call these days. Are you kidding me? But um, you can call and talk to my voicemail and leave your questions, leave your comments, um, because it's one thing to read questions from people who submit them. It's another thing, however, to actually hear the person's voice. And that's what I really want here. And the way that I want to implement this also, once again, 865-518-6569. The way that I'm going to implement this is when you call in and leave your message, I'm not going to read the transcription of it. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm going to play it live here as I record it for the first time. So um, it's like calling into a radio show that doesn't have a call screener. Like you could be batshit crazy and calling in with some tinfoil hat conspiracy about how creatine is, you know, making babies gay or whatever. And you know what? Your voice is going to be heard on the podcast. I will then say that you're a fucking idiot. But you know your voice will get heard. So, um, uh, kind of a no holds barred. So, what happens? Um, it goes to voicemail, and I'm going to record that voicemail greeting right now. So you're going to hear something that sounds like this. What do I want to say? Hold on. Oh, I'm going to go into radio voice mode here when I record this. But let me just see. Okay, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. The last one that I had was like 15 seconds. That's too long. It needs to be like five seconds. So. Hey, this is Darren. You've reached the voice. Uh, nope. <laughs> See, everybody does this, right? Let me try it again. Oh, no, don't play it back. God, redo, redo. Yeah, this will replace what you just recorded. Yes, please. Good Lord. Hey, this is Darren. You've reached the... Fuck. <laughs> hey, this is Darren. You've reached the voicemail box of the drop set. Go for it. That's it. You're going to hear that message. Save. My greeting three. I'm going to say 2020. I'm going to, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to call this a 2023 drop set voicemail greeting. Boom. All right. It's set. So that, vo that, that line is up and live right now. It has been set as my active greeting. That means that I no longer need the headphones. Oh, so now I can hear myself. Thank God. All right, so that's that's the first order of business. The uh, the call in number is back eight six five five one eight six five six nine. Call me, please. Talk. Let's hang out. Let's not hang out. Let's not talk. But call me nonetheless. Um, today's episode brought to you by Monster uh, Ultra Zero Traditional. Eh. So, how we doing? How are we doing? There's a little, uh, there's a discussion that I heard about the Olympia here. This was coming from Jay Cutler, who was on some podcast with a bunch of other guys. 
And uh, Jay Cutler was pissed. He's like the the male bodybuilders, the open bodybuilders, got shafted because of how late they they went on during the day. And I would agree. Like the open men bodybuilders have the hardest job of maintaining conditioning, just because of the level that they're operating at. Like getting peaked and maintaining that peak. Like you can see actively. You can watch the guys condition change while they're on stage, while they're holding, while they're going through the mandatories. So. Um, it, it's, it is shitty if they don't get on until like 11 PM, 12 AM Vegas. And at that point it's 2 AM, it's 3 AM in the East coast. So if you're watching a live stream, it's like, what's the point of buying a live stream? If, um, Oh, Taz is seeing Dr. Ward. Good. We like Dr. Ward. Cool. Um, hold on response necessary. Great. My wife says they're so good with our little dramatic Cujo. Yeah, he is a little dramatic at times. Um, so if you buy a live stream and you're not seeing the open men until like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., it's like, give me a break. I mean, that's just miserable. It's just horrible, horrible show structure. And as somebody mentioned, they've been doing this for 40 years. How do they still not have it right? So I totally agree. The problem is the whole damn thing is too big. You've heard me complain about big shows before, but I have an idea. I have an outside the box idea that will never happen, but maybe, you know, the right person hears this, you know, you just start a movement. Point is, I want to get people thinking outside the box because the way it works right now just sucks. Next year, this whole thing is going to move to Orlando and it's going to be the same shit show there. Um, Except being on the East Coast, you're going to have West Coast people who are, will be able to watch it at a reasonable time, at least, if we're talking about the stream. Uh, definitely an ulcer might be getting infected. Uh-oh. All right. So this is in his his eye that doesn't work anymore. So this podcast is all over the place. This is going to be a fucking mess. I can already tell you right now. Um, gave him numbing drops, took a sample, took photo. Okay, cool. Um so West Coast people on a live stream, if the show is on the East Coast, you can see Derby is making an appearance coming down the steps here. Hey, girl. Hi. What you doing? What you doing, sweetie? You coming in for some attention? Come here. No? Okay. She says, nope, she's going to go in bed over there. Yep. There she is. <laughs> um, so, um, had to be held down by the student, made some scary noises. Oh, man. Okay. Okay, noted. My wife doesn't know I'm recording a podcast right now. Keep me <laughs> posted. If somebody uh, if somebody happens on this podcast today for the first time, they're going to be like, how in the hell did this guy make it to 216 episodes? And to be honest, uh, the answer is I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, basically, uh, there's nobody around to fire me. So I just keep going. <laughs> Uh, so the, the, the whole structure of the show is a mess. It's too damn long. Um, you pay for a ticket and like, what are you supposed to sit around all day for that stuff? The thing is like, nobody cares about all of it, right? Like the open men are the biggest draw. Some people want to see figure or classic physique or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, here's a, here's an idea for you. Here's the idea. What if the, uh, what if the Olympia wasn't an event, but it was a series? That's the idea. That's the idea. What if in December in Orlando next year, the year beyond whatever, it's already set for next year. What if um, that is the open men's that what if that is the Mr. Olympia, but it's just the open men and that's it. 
maybe you could do the 212 there also. And maybe you put the open winner and the 212 winner in a pose down. I'd like to see that. I think that'd be, that could be kind of fun. Um, but uh, what if that's just the open men? And then what if now you've got the New York Pro featuring the figure Olympia? And you've got the Atlanta Pro featuring the classic physique Olympia. You've got the Chicago Pro featuring the women's physique Olympia. You know, whatever. Like have have the the top tier of each uh, of each category be at a different show because then you're you're kind of sprinkling the prestige around a little bit. It's not one giant ass fucking event, but it's a bunch of larger events. Like that's gonna make you know the Tampa Pro, the Atlanta Pro, Chicago, New York Pro. It's gonna make all those shows bigger for that category. You're going to draw more of a crowd. You're going to want to see people who like, man, I want to see the classic physique Olympia. Normally I would never consider going to Atlanta for the Atlanta pro, but I'd go see it if that's part of it. Like, you know, there, I mean, there's going to be some of that. And I think it, it also, it just, you know, it makes it so it's not, you know, it turns it into more of like a, uh, you know, it, it's like the, the bowl championship series and the college football playoff at that point. Uh, you've got these bowl games on different weekends all throughout the place. The people who care about those games go to the ones that they care about. Um, and then you've got the big one that's at the end that draws the biggest crowd. Um, but you don't put them all in like the same, you know, the same five day stretch where it's like, okay, we're doing the holiday bowl at Tuesday at 2 PM and then we'll clear the field. And then at 5 PM, we're doing the fiesta bowl. And then at eight 30, we're starting the fucking taco bowl or whatever. I don't know. You know, no, it's like, they're all spread out. They're all in different places. They're at different times. They're on different days. So live streaming, you can sell more tickets. You can sell more live streams because you'll get people that want to watch that stuff. You increase the attendance for each of the pro shows because you're, you're bringing a more prestige event. You set those shows up in competition with each other. So it's like, no, we're going to put in a bid to have whatever, or we're going to, you know, sweeten the pot or do, you know, I don't know how it would work. I don't know the, the finances beyond it, but there should be some kind of like a competitive bid um, associated with it as well. And then it's not just one big thing where everybody goes to Vegas and you sit in, you know, the auditorium for two hours um, of, you know, 16 hours of a show because you just can't stand. I mean, did anybody go and watch the whole thing? No. So why is it all happening at the same time? Nobody cares about all of it. Uh, it it's, it's a dumb structure. Uh, so I don't know that what I have is the solution. I think it's a novel idea. But the point is, I want people to start thinking about some outside the box solutions here. That's the biggest thing that I would take away from it. So, um, so the podcast started about five minutes ago. Can we just pretend that? Um, that that's what I'm going for here. So let's talk New Year's resolutions. This might be relatively quick, but what I want to do is first of all stop the trend of poo-pooing on New Year's resolutions and New Year's resolutioners, like people that might be setting for a New Year's resolution. I want to go to the gym. Those people are going to be showing up at the gym. It's going to, the gyms are going to get really crowded here for a little bit. And there's going to be you know a litany of people complaining about it who are already going there. And to those people, I say, get over yourself. Just chill out. Chill out. Let the people... Because you started somewhere as well. And maybe you didn't start on January 1st. Just because somebody does, it doesn't invalidate what they're doing. And a lot of people won't stick with it. Some will. And uh, some people might stick to it because they get a welcome reception from the people that are already in there. And that, my friends, is you. So I think that we all... To, to kind of um, 
piggyback on a statement that Wendy Lever made at the tail end of my interview with her a handful of episodes back. Um, you know, she said that, you know, all of us are kind of ambassadors and whether we know it or acknowledge it or recognize it, like, you know, bodybuilders, you know, people in the gym do kind of look up to you, not necessarily like, Oh, wow. But, you know, as kind of a, you know, as kind of a, an unofficial ambassador of bodybuilding. And I think if you were to give people a warm reception and I'm not saying you have to bake them cookies and say, Hey, you're new here, you know, welcome aboard. You know, we're, we're grateful to have you, but just the lack of a hateful glare might be enough <laughs> or a smile and a nod. Hi, how you doing? And then that's enough to, it could give somebody um, a, uh, it can give somebody a feeling like, Oh, I'm in a friendly place here. I kind of like this. This is kind of cool. I could, I could see myself staying here for a bit. Um, cause I think we can all agree that we need more of that. And so I would just encourage everybody to be welcoming of the people that are around you, the new people there. Um, now you may also say, Darren, I'm getting some major cognitive dissonance here because what about that story that I saw you posted, um, on your Instagram earlier in the week? about the uh the gaggle of dumbass high schoolers to which i say they aren't new to the gym <laughs> and uh if you're not new to the gym i expect you to not act like you were raised by fucking wolves but actually wolves um have some pack discipline involved so being raised by wolves would be an upgrade for a lot of these people so uh like i got I got zero patience for people that travel around in packs of five and take a bench for 45 minutes and text and still manage to text for five minutes between sets, even though there's five of you. If there's five people in your workout group and you rotate through without any breaks, right? You're still taking like a two and a half minute rest period in there. Three minutes when you talk about like shifting weights around on the bar and stuff like that. And so then each person is still texting for three or four minutes once they're sitting on the bench before they do their lift. Everybody's just standing around talking. Y'all are in the fucking way. Get out of the gym. Get out of the gym. You're just sucking up auction and you're taking up space. Be focused in what you're doing. So I have a problem with that. And honestly, if you get somebody new who shows up and does that, I got a problem with them too. I got a problem with them too. Um, because anybody knows better. Anybody should know better. Whether you're new to the gym or not, you know that it's just bad form to just sit around somewhere and take up space and get in the fucking way of everybody else. So, um, so that needs to stop, but just by default, hating on new people in the gym. No, I don't support that at all. And I don't think anybody listening to this should either. So, um, this is me telling you what to do. <laughs> I know, I know everybody loves that. Everybody loves being told what to do. Right. Um, but just, uh, be, be a good human understand the position that they're in. You were in that position once as well and uh, conduct yourself accordingly. Um, I'm getting more texts here. Who is this? Um, oh, okay, cool. All right. Um, unrelated. This is from my video, uh, my videographer. So um, we have sample footage of some video work that we did for some promotional stuff here. So I'm not going to watch that now because I am the one on camera and I do not want to watch that. So I'm going to have to have a stiff drink before I sit down and watch that. So let me talk you through my thought process here on resolutions and what I want to do with it um, for this year. So I'm going to make a few and I'm, I'm putting myself out there right now. And um, I don't know, let's see if, uh, see if I can hold myself to them here. So um, should I write these down somewhere? feel like I should opening up a new word document. All right. 
do blink document. Let's start from scratch here. So the first thing that I need to do is identify my weaknesses. Like what are my problems, right? Well, it's a good question. And if at the start of this episode, you realize that it's four hours and 37 minutes long, this is why, because we're about to talk about my problems. I got a lot. Well, in reality, uh, <laughs> there's a few, you know, what, what would I say my weaknesses are at this point? Because really it's not about, for, for me, it's, it's not about doing something new. It, it's about correcting old habits because I feel like at this point in my life, I'm 45 going on 46. I know what I want to do. Like, I'm not going to probably start something new at this point. I'm already doing a lot. I'm doing more than I have time for. What I need to do is is channel my time a little bit better, be become a little bit more efficient, prioritize things a little bit better, stop wasting so much time on things that don't matter, and spend the time doing the stuff that you know I, I consider worth um, writing down and putting on the list right now. That's what it comes down to. So, first thing, um, some of this stuff is very simple, um, but it, it's going to be a laundry list here. But a lot of this stuff is really easy to implement. So, um, the first thing I'm going to say is uh, no Facebook between the hours of 7 p.m. and 7 a.m. 7 p.m. is around dinner time-ish, and 7 a.m. is when I usually have done some work in the morning, and it's when I stop to eat. Um, so what I'm looking to do here is, and Facebook also is 100% complete and total waste of time. Like I don't engage on it much. The only thing that I do is I browse through and see, you know, if anybody's doing anything dumb. And then uh, I get random articles that pop up and I read those and I never gain anything from them. So it's just a waste of time. It's just a decompression thing, but I can find other ways to decompress that are more valuable. So um, what this would eliminate is me, um, you know, in that like, Post dinner, post TV, falling asleep on the couch time, like, eh, browse through Facebook. <sighs> and you know, all that does is it delays me getting to bed proper. So um, I will get to bed earlier and have just, you know, better quality sleep overall. Also, if I spend less time just staring at my phone in general and then cutting out anything before 7 a.m., uh, usually my morning routine consists of, you know, wake up, cardio, stretching, um, clean out the inbox and then usually a little downtime where I'm like browsing stuff. That's when Facebook will come in and then I can get sucked into a Facebook vortex and then it'll be late starting my actual work that I need to get done. And then I'm suddenly behind and off track for the rest of the day. So no Facebook between the hours of 7 PM and 7 AM. That's an easy one for me. I, I think that's, that's, that's pretty easy. Um, so uh, the other thing is maintain Duolingo streak. Right. So as of right now, I have like a 292 day, I think, streak with my Italian on Duolingo. I want to maintain that or, you know, I might get to the point where that app is no longer useful for me and I might transition to something else. But I want to maintain a daily habit of language study. I think that's fair. I, I usually spend like 20 minutes a day on it. That's it's worth it for me. It's definitely better than 20 minutes on Facebook. So um, that's a good thing. It helps my brain um, stay engaged on stuff. And it's also preparing for a trip to Italy. So um, I think that's a, a pretty easy thing. Notice that none of this stuff is related to the gym so far. There will be a couple things that are, but there are things that for me are more important because my gym habits are okay. There's things that I can improve on that. But there's other things that I think are um, things that... 
Some of these are just easy things like, yeah, don't do this, keep doing this, et cetera. Now we're going to get into some things though that we'll have to change. So maintain Duolingo streak. That's going to get followed up by um, play guitar every day. Um, right now, um, are they visible back there? Pretty sure they are. Well, you got my bass right there. And I think that's the only one that's really showing up in frame. Yeah, there's another one that's just off frame over here. And then I've got the racks over there. Um, so uh, usually I will go over there and I will play when it's time for me to record something, um, which means I don't practice. All I ever do is play, which means I don't get better. And so if I set aside time, even if it's just 10 minutes every day um, to just, you know, get the fingers reconnected with the fretboard and spend a little time practicing. It's not going to take much, but it, it, I would like to make that an every single day kind of thing. Along with this, that that's a 1A and a 1B to kind of enable that is plant a guitar upstairs. Right now, um, we had a friend over the other day and uh, we had a few friends over and one of them, she was looking at the guitars and she counted them. She's like, you have 19 guitars. I'm like, oh God, that's an embarrassing number. I wish you wouldn't have counted those. I didn't actually know that number. Um, so that's a problem. Uh, but one of them needs to go upstairs because sometimes the best time for me to practice might be, um, you know, when I'm upstairs and like, you know, in between meal prep or right after a meal, you know, rather than coming back downstairs and getting right back on the computer and going to work, pick up a guitar, run through some scales and some exercises and some warm ups for 10 minutes. At least I'm touching it. The, the point is touch it every day, look at it, pick it up, touch it, you don't have to do anything brilliant with it. You don't have to make great strides. There'll be days when I, I play for an hour or two. Um, but if I do at least like, you know, 10 minutes daily, that's a great start. Um, there's a Taz update here. Um, lots of bacteria growing in that ulcer. Going to give two antibiotics and a pain drop for now. Stop every other drop in that left eye. Okay. Send the sample off for a culture. So we'll know if you're using the correct antibiotics. Okay. Culture test is $150. Do it. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad we got it checked. Um, and he had an appointment scheduled next week anyway. So I, I, my question here is, are they going to treat this as though um, it is the, uh, this is going to count as next week's appointment. I don't know if they're doing everything that they might need to do for that. So um, good news. Good. I mean, it, it's an answer at least. I don't like that he's got bacteria growing in that eye, but it's, it's good news. So, um, so we've got, Cutting off Facebook, maintaining a language streak, playing guitar every day. You can see there could be very easily be a little things here where it's like, okay, 20 minutes here, 10 minutes here. And suddenly it's like, well, I've got four hours a day of shit that I'm supposed to do every day. So you've, you've got to be realistic about this and manage it. You can't just pile yourself up with all that stuff, right? So, um, but set the time like when is that going to be and and the one thing that i would say that i've done a poor job of right now on this guitar thing is i don't know when that's going to be i said 10 minutes every day okay when when and if i don't decide right now when that's going to be it's probably not going to happen so i need to think about when that is so i'm planting the guitar upstairs right now i'm in the habit of um wrapping up my daily work taking a shower going upstairs and having 30 to 45 minutes of decompression time um reading right now prior to dinner. So actually 10 minutes of that, I, I could save 10 or even more of those minutes and kind of do a mix of reading slash guitar practice. So I'm going to say, I'm going to put in here like B 
before dinner would be the best. So, um, yeah, so I, I feel good about that. And if I did nothing else, um, if I, if I resolved to do nothing else for the rest of the year, I'd be comfortable with that. Um, and, you know, th- there's obvious things that I'm not even going to write on here because they're not just for me. Like, um, you know, continue walking the dogs every day. They need that, right? So, um, some things they don't really qualify as resolutions because they're just like, I'm not going to put like, you know, continue breathing on a resolution list. It's just something I got to do anyway, right? Like, continue to check in with all my clients every every week. It's like, of course. I mean, um, so let, let's start talking about the things that I'm, uh, I'm failing at right now. So, um, one thing, and, and you can kind of work on, um, defining this as you go along. Like one thing that I know I do a poor job at is, is social media. So I, I would say my first thing that I want to do is maintain, um, a more consistent social media presence, which means a couple things. And I'm going to put these in here in, in parentheses as well. I'm going to say like um, timing slash frequency, but also messaging. Like right now, I feel like my messaging is all over the place. So this is something where um, I will need to put up uh, like establish some kind of a calendar. So there's going to have to be uh, a time where I create that calendar. So I'm going to have to put the item create calendar on my calendar. Um, which is, oh boy. So I think I can do that tomorrow. Realistically, I'm not going to do it live here because this is not something that anybody listening to this wants to hear to the extent that anybody wants to hear any of this stuff. But if I set it for like, I'm going to put it on my calendar here new, uh, now, 3 p.m. tomorrow on Saturday, I'm going to say create social media calendar. Now that calendar means like, hey, on Monday, I'm going to do this. On Tuesday, I'm going to do this. And there's going to be a little bit of um, work in here. I'm also going to need to put in a note here under description that says check metrics slash audience usage data so that I know the right time to post. And then if it's a time, if it's not a time, like, you know, I, I see when my users are most active with a business account, you can do that. So I can say like, Oh, I really need to be posting at like 7am. Well, I'm 7am might be a bad time for me to post. So I might need to use some kind of content scheduling app um, to help with that as well. So I can investigate that. So I've got that set for three o'clock tomorrow. And I think my messaging is all over the place. And I think resolving that kind of goes beyond the scope of what I can set for a New Year's resolution. Like my New Year's resolution for 2023 in this realm might be like, figure out a social messaging strategy approach. <laughs> like, let's, let's kick that can down the road a little bit. But just being more consistent with a presence there would help. Because if you're not consistent with your presence, then um, you, know, you just don't have a following at all. So and I'm trying to grow it, not lose it right now. All I'm doing is losing it. So, um, because I'm not consistent enough, like I post for a little while and then I disappear for, um, you know, uh, 10 days to two weeks. Cause I don't really have anything to say. I don't know what to say. So a calendar is, is to overcome that. Um, do I have any deficiencies regarding cardio, regarding diet? Um, I mean, it's not perfect, but I don't feel like I have any problems that require a resolution. Like my cardio is slack this week because I broke my bike on Tuesday um, and I have new pedals um, for the bike showing up today. So um, that's a problem that should resolve itself. And once that's set, then I should be in, in good shape there. Um, diet, the main thing for me is just meal prep, but that's just going to be something that just requires discipline to stay on top of it. Some days I fall a little bit behind, so just don't fall behind. Again, I don't necessarily think that's resolution worthy because there will still be times in 2023 when I do fall behind meal prep. Um, I just know that, you know, there, there'll be days when I miss things. 
and that's okay. Um, just depends on when. If I'm in prep for something, maybe not. Um, here, here's an easy, easy thing. And th this is uh, something that's going to take some work, but it's work that I, I can do and I know I can do it. So I'm going to say, take AM and PM supplements consistently. I, uh, I have um, two pill cases, one for morning um, supplements and one for PM supplements. It's things like, you know, multivitamin, you know, vitamin C, D, E, you know, uh, ALA, it's nothing terribly elaborate. Um, but, uh, you know, like melatonin, uh, calcium, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. So um, I'm terrible about remembering to take that stuff, though. So um come up with a routine. And I think taking them with a meal is the way to go. I've been doing the evening ones pretty reliably. The morning ones are extremely hit or miss. So I'm going to, I'm in, in writing that down at, it's kind of a way for me to acknowledge like, yeah, I really suck at that. And I'm verbalizing it and saying, okay, well, now that you suck at it, we know we can fix it. Right. So let's, let's just do it. I, I know when to do it. Um, and the thing for me is I can do it for a week and then I get lazy about refilling the pill cases. So, um, <laughs> That, that that's my weakness that's because i get into my head like god it's gonna take 30 minutes no it takes like four minutes you dumbass so again verbalizing it takes four minutes just set aside the four minutes and freaking do it just shut up suck it up and do it that's what a lot of this stuff comes down to um so the big one for me is um uh and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start very vague on this, and th this is kind of the culmination of where my where my resolutions are going. So I've got Facebook restrictions, maintaining my language streak, implementing a daily guitar routine, maintaining a more consistent social media presence, take my supplements consistently. I'm gonna do um, one more before this last one here. This last one. Um, mm, That's going to be the trick. That's going to be the hard one. There's going to be a that's going to be a multi prong approach towards this last one. This other one is pretty big too, and this is going to be disconnect from work. Not all the time, but periodically. Um, right now, I do a terrible job of this. A terrible job of this. So um, there's a few things that I need to do here, and the the first thing is I need to set hours when I work. Understanding that people are going to text me and that's fine. Um, also, like nothing I do is super mission critical. And if I don't respond to a text that comes in at 9 p.m. until the next morning, um, nobody's going to die. Right. So Showtime, um, if somebody's competing, that would be something that falls out of these these guidelines that I'm going to establish here. But right now, I would say I'm going to establish some informal office hours for myself. So um, Office hours are 5.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. Actually, I would like 6 p.m. Because 6 p.m. is kind of when I start my nightly wind down. That's what I'm doing like shower, language work, reading, guitar work will be during that time as well. So that's a 12 and a half hour day. I'm fine with that. I think that's fair. I think that's reasonable. That gives me enough time to do everything. I have plenty of availability there. Of course, if somebody's competing, I'm going to be um, available beyond 6 p.m. But typically, I want to be able to handle pretty much everything between the hours of 5.30 a.m., which is when I sit down at my computer right now and start clearing out my inbox every morning up until 6 p.m. If I can maintain those hours, that's step one. Step two. Um, take two total vacations this year. 
So one of those, um, there will be a trip to Italy that happens at some point this year. I'm not sure when. Um, and that might be, again, I, I, need, to, I need to plug in a, uh, a qualifier here. Disconnect from work, um, parentheses, setting aside contest prep and show day. Like I want to have a vacation where I can disconnect, but if that vacation because of a multitude of factors has to be when I've got two people that are three weeks out from a show, I still have to be available for them. Right. Um, there's a threshold there where like, I, I feel if someone's eight weeks out from a show, I can probably disappear for five or six days and be fine. So it kind of depends on, on where we're at there. Um, but uh, I'm going to take two total vacations this year. So total vacation. Um, and one of those I would like to schedule at a time where I got nobody in prep that'll miss me. And that'll probably be a shorter one. I would love to do a beach vacation down like in Mexico, somewhere like that. I don't know. Um, it might just be like a Friday to a Tuesday kind of thing. So just a couple of days off, but like a total unplug, like completely unavailable. Don't email me. Don't do anything kind of vacation. I haven't had one of those. I didn't have one at all in 2022. I did have a vacation. I still did several check-ins every day on that vacation. I was still checking email every day. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm terrible at, at disconnecting, which is why this is going on the list. I'm really terrible at it, but I also know that I need to. I get burnt out. I've got to step away. Um, and so, uh, so two vacations. The other thing is going to be um, less available on weekends. Um, like I, I've I've started implementing something like this lately, where um, on the weekends I'll check email like twice, once in the morning, once in the evening. That's it. Other than that. Like you don't need me all day. If I'm not answering an email at one in the afternoon on a Saturday, you're gonna live until I get to it Saturday evening. You know, again, nothing I'm doing is mission critical. Um, I feel good enough about the quality of work that I put in every single day that I don't feel like I have to be constantly available um, to to prove myself and my commitment to my clients. So um, at some point, you've got to be able to pull back a little bit and say, like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I can disappear for. Eight to ten hours, and everybody's going to live. Everybody's going to be just fine. So, less available on weekends, I think, would be good. Again, not counting, you know, competition day, etc. So, um, what else? What else as far as disconnecting from work goes? So, those are the big things. I think if I do that, like, and just really um, force myself to have a rigid adherence to those, um, that'll help. That'll help. I feel like there's more that I want to do there, but I'm not sure exactly what that is. Part of it might be getting a little bit more efficient with the way that I handle some things to eliminate some of the questions that are, you know, probably don't need to be asked um, just by the way that I pres present information, um, like the way that plans are formatted. So look for ways to just, you know, improve my messaging a little bit more for clients that I work with. Um, I'm always doing that anyway, but there's, there's, Basically, that's a note to myself. Don't get complacent with that. Continue to look for those kind of things. Um, so the 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 big culmination of the whole thing um, and the big thing for my resolution list for um, 2023 is maintain workout intensity. So um, right now, I don't have any plans to complete compete in 2023. So it's going to be a growth season for me. But my uh, common issue that I've dealt with here is uh, during the growth phase, I just kind of lose it a little bit and um, no head out the window for Taz on the way back. Oh, poor guy. 
poor little dude. Oh, man. He likes that. That's his favorite part of riding in the car. Head out the window. He can't do that now. Um, at least not with these new medicines that he's got in him today. So, um, maintaining workout intensity. Like if you don't maintain focus and intensity during a growth phase, why do it? There's no point. So at that point, I'm basically just retired for the year if I'm not maintaining that intensity. And I struggle with that because I have a very difficult time compartmentalizing in my brain and um, handling stress and working out when I'm stressed um, or just focused on something else. I have a tough time flushing that out of my brain. So um, I've, I've done some things with this recently. And so uh, the main thing that I need to do, there's, there's a few parts to this. So um, the first part is I need to physically be able to work, right? So I'm going to say maintain stretching range of motion work and PT for hips and shoulders. Um, so uh, I saw a physical therapist uh, Tuesday of last week for my hips, um, got some uh, advice on what to do there. It's helping. So now I can at least walk up the stairs um, without being in pain. I can make that work. I still maintain my shoulder work um, from my impingements last year. So um, basically like physically set myself up for success and make sure that like when I get to the gym, I'm physically able to do the work. That's, that's the first step because if I come in and I'm, I'm, you know, mentally with it and whatnot, but Oh man, my shoulders are killing me. Well, it's like, who cares how mentally with it you are? Your body isn't going to cooperate. So, um, the next step is going to be, um, finish. I'm going to put the word finish in quotes, finish work before training. Um, so that means most, uh, check-ins will be done before going to the gym. So I get most of that stuff done. I'm not, uh, I find myself in a position often where I'm at the gym, I'm working out and I start thinking like, Oh, I got so much shit I got to do back home. God, I still got so much work to do, et cetera. And then I'm like, I don't have time for this. I don't have to be there. And, and then I, I'm just at that point, mentally checked out, might as well just walk out the door at that point. So, um, basically like take care of potential distractions before going, whatever they may be. And usually that that's work. Usually that's just getting through client check-ins, maintaining a relatively clean and empty inbox. Good to go. Um, so finish work before training. I think that's good. Um, and then um, what else? Um, I, I think... Uh, I'm going to say here, keep the prize in mind. Um, that's a big one. Like, what are you doing this for? And it's very easy during a long growth phase to just get lazy, get complacent because like, eh, whatever. But you got to think like, well, yeah, th it, this is absolutely bodybuilding is all about delayed gratification. You know, there's no, you know, like, sure. Like, oh man, I, this, this pump looks great right now. Yeah. But that's going to fade 10 minutes after you get out of the gym. So what are you really doing it for? You're doing it as the impetus for, you know, additional tissue growth. So, um, you've got to put in the work for that and understand that that payoff comes later. Um, so keep the prize in mind. And the prize is remembering how I felt after my last show and, and how uh, dissatisfied I was with those results. So um, the, the prize is avoiding that next time around. So, um, and really like looking back at the photos for that now and being like, man, I'm not happy with that not happy with that. So uh, th that will likely, regardless of how much improvement happens between that show and this next one, that's still probably going to be some of the, uh, 
some of the sentiment that I carry with it. But if I can just think like I got to put in the work to improve so that I can, you know, even if it's not where I want to be, there's a noticeable improvement from last time. That's, that's, that's the goal there. So keep that prize in mind. Eliminate distractions. So wrapping up work before going um, and then making sure that I'm physically ready to go. I think if I do those three things... Um, and, and the other thing is um, my mantra that I tell myself. Um, so this is the whole thing of like, uh, I've got to get back. You know, I got so much work to do. I don't have the time for this. My mantra is, you have the time. You do. You do. And if you stop wasting time doing other shit, like you know, staying off Facebook for twelve hours a day will help. Not like I waste that much time there, but you know, five minutes here, five minutes there, etc. Stop browsing Instagram all the time. Like the thing is, like somebody can post something, and if I don't see it for a couple of days, that's fine. That's fine. Nobody's really waiting for you know. Instagram is not how I make a living, so I can be less engaged with that. I can spend less time on it, and that's fine too. So, um. So you have the time. That is the mantra that I tell myself here. You have the time. So those are my resolutions. So cutting down on Facebook, maintaining a language streak, guitar every day, a more consistent social media presence. So tomorrow I created a calendar item for myself to create um, a social media calendar that I can can follow that's not going to be overly ambitious. It's not going to be posting twice a day every day. It might be like four or five posts a week, something like that, but covering different topics, um, you know, different categories that I could pull from for each day so that I've got like the seed of some ideas. Um, take my supplements consistently, easy. Disconnect from work a little bit more, um, and then maintain workout intensity. And those last two, I segmented out into multiple bullet points. So those are my resolutions for 2023. So I think they're all doable. I think they're realistic. Honestly, the one that I find the most intimidating is the guitar thing. Um, because right now I am so, so not in line with that. So um, give me a couple of weeks and we're going to touch on that back here again. I'm going to give you a follow-up and let you know how it's going. So, and the other thing about resolutions is it's not a streak. It's a commitment to do something better. And so if you're like, you know, I'm going to play guitar every day for me. And then January 4th rolls around. I don't make the time for it. Well, I fucked that up. Never mind. No, get back to it on the fifth. Dumbass. It's just like, but it's not all or nothing. In in bodybuilding, it's not all or nothing. It's not like if you mess up your diet one day, you can't be a bodybuilder anymore. Shut up with that crap. Get out of here. Same thing. Same thing here. So um, give yourself a little grace. Do the best that you can, but understand that you set these targets for a reason. And so hold yourself accountable and force the issue. Like, oh, I don't really have time for this. Make the time. Make the time. When you do it and you force yourself to do it when you don't have the time, that's how something becomes a habit. And once it becomes a habit, then you find yourself really making progress. And suddenly, at the end of 2023, I will find myself actually able to play a guitar um, as opposed to right now, where I can kind of bang on it and get it to make some noise that isn't horrific. But I certainly would not say that I play it. <laughs> certainly not well. So those are my thoughts. So um, I appreciate you all hanging out with me. So what are your resolutions? Now that I've broken the ice and I've told you it's okay, what do you think? And what resolutions do you have for 2023? Go ahead and make some. Make some. Call me. 865-518-6569. You heard me record the note. It's it's like four or five seconds long. You're going to hear that prompt and then boom, go. And uh, yeah, 
I know that most people don't leave messages expecting them to be played back. So I know that everybody's going to feel like, I don't know what to say. Just get over it. Everybody feels the same way. It doesn't matter. Um, but like next time around, um, I want to, I want to know. So, uh, I want to I want to hear your resolutions or whatever questions you have. You want you want to hear me ramble on about something? Call, leave a message, leave me a prompt. Derby's back. Hey, girl, leave me a prompt so um, uh, to help start a discussion here. So um, that's all I got. That's all I got. So thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Everybody, stay safe. Um, anybody who is uh, traveling for New Year's um, or just going across town or anything like that, a little alcohol involved, maybe. Hmm. Get an Uber. Stay the night. Get an Uber. Stay safe. Um, Keep yourself in the game for next time. So I'll catch you next week.